Hey there, Fellowship family. Welcome to your one-stop shop with all things church life. I'm Mark Francis in the host seat once again today. It's been several weeks since we've been able to join you. Taking a little hiatus for the summer, but we're back into the swing of things. Ministry Mm -hmm. kicking off, school kicking off is that time of year. And I have the youth ministry here with me today. Not all, not everybody, (laughs) not all gaggles of kids. We wouldn't fit. But I have the key people here. I've got Caleb Pearson with me to my right. You're watching audience on your left. What is your official title? Title? Uh, Director of Student Ministries. Director of Student Ministries. And it's been a long time since I've been on the Fellowship Family Podcast. love it. So thanks for having me back. That's why you're here. (laughs) And over here on my left, Emma Culler. How are you? Give us your official title. The Associate Director of Student Ministry. Associate Director. Yes. Yes. I get an extra word. I love it. So you two have been on staff for just a little bit now. Caleb, give us a little bit of the history of uh, your your life and career here at FBC. Yeah. So this is my fifth year working at FBC and in youth, which is crazy Mm -hmm. to think about. Uh, But I started with the mentorship program in 2018 and then have just been more and more plugged in ever since. Uh, And then we hired Emma last year. So she's just kind of coming up on 12 months uh, in youth. So yeah. Yeah. And Emma, You've been on this podcast a couple times, maybe once mm-hmm. before as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just give us a quick rundown for you of what led you into this position. Mm, yeah. So I um, had been serving in Keystone for um, the ministry team for um, probably about a year. And Keystone is? The young adult ministry here go. at FBC. Yep. Um, and so Caleb and I had really gotten to know each other. We really worked well together. And I just felt the Lord stirring in my heart um, to... I, there was just a desire on my heart to come and work with students in a long-term capacity. And mm-hmm. my other job, it wasn't, I didn't have that ability. And the job here at FBC opened, I came and talked to Caleb about it. And then the Lord moved in here. Yeah, and it, it was, awesome. it was yeah. cool the way that worked because she started serving in youth and kind of coming to, mm-hmm. to discern some of that and get involved and start yeah. to meet some of the mm-hmm. kids well before the, the job was kind of officially open. It was amidst mm-hmm. that transition with Dennis mm-hmm. and everything going on. And so yeah. even our, our admin, Abby, mm-hmm. was a very similar case as well. Mm-hmm. We had served with her in yeah. Keystone and she had already been a small group leader. So I think the way the Lord paved the way for fellowship students over the last three years has just been so mm-hmm. cool. Mm-hmm. I know to be a part of. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. And, and I just love having the male female dynamic going on yeah. of having staff that is kind of working with boys and working mm-hmm. with girls. Yeah. How do you see that playing out? I mean, Emma, I'll even ask you first. I mean, mm-hmm. what's your relationships been with, uh, with girls mm-hmm. here at FBC? Yeah. Yeah. So that's been, um, uh, it's just been really cool to see how the Lord has grown that over the past year because I started out again, like Caleb said, I came and I volunteered and was discerning, um, but didn't really, it was just the beginning stages of the relationships. And so mm. now being a year in, I'm able to see the fruit and able to just, um, the girls trust me now. And so able to yeah. sit down and have an honest conversation with them and them being willing to share like where they're at with their heart and just allowing me to be able to encourage them with, okay, I remember when I was your age and what that felt mm. like, and here's what the Lord taught me through this and mm-hmm. here I am I can walk alongside you now as you're walking and that was that was a bit of baptism by fire because she had just gotten hired right at now mm-hmm. when youth is launching so mm-hmm. it's very much I'm back with the kids hey guys yep. how was your summer oh by yep. the way this is Emma and she's just like hi you know mm-hmm. but yep. to, to be where we are now where mm-hmm. they know her and love her and there's a relationship mm-hmm. like it yeah, has now, made this year's launch that much yes. more exciting. one year anniversary yes. right? Yeah. right I mean yeah. coming right up on that mm-hmm. yeah. yeah that is that's cool so tell us a little bit about boys and just kind of the dynamic of what you do 
with uh, yeah <laughs> with that side of the world. Yeah. The, so on Wednesday nights, I, I lead a small group as well, mm-hmm. um, and so so much of MNI's job is working with the volunteers so that we can kind of cover our basis with this many you mm-hmm. know kids in, mm-hmm. in our ministry. Um, but being available to meet one on one with them and in smaller groups with them and, and helping raise the value of, of godly masculinity, I think that's on the forefront of what a lot of these teens are going through. And so to be in that dynamic and, and have my wife, Hannah and Abby as well, to start to to have female discipleship happening and have a pulse on what these kids are going through mm-hmm. so that we create a culture where we are people they, they actually want to go to mm-hmm. with this stuff yeah. as well. Mm-hmm. And it, it doesn't become this kind of cliche youth group experience where you just got the kids wanting to not be there or hiding mm-hmm. in the bathroom or this, that, the other. We genuinely love hanging out with these oh, kids yeah. and, and yeah. maybe they're, they're awesome. faking it, but I think they enjoy it too. Yeah. Uh, and it's just a cool season. Mm-hmm. Well, I yeah. love it too, because you guys are young and young at heart. And mm-hmm. so the relatability I can see is really important to, to be able to connect with them, to just dive deeper into just mm-hmm. the surface level conversations. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Yeah. I'm an older brother figure. I mean, I have a sibling in youth, yeah, yeah. that's eventually going to change. So I'm, I'm soaking up this season where where th- these dudes are jumping on me and I can just wrestle them to the ground. Eventually uh-huh. that's going to change because uh-huh. I'm not an older brother age anymore. But in being this far removed from college and high school, but still having such a mm-hmm. fresh memory of it mm-hmm. and what it was like to have John Avery as my youth pastor, who I just am so grateful mm-hmm. for every time I'm frustrated with a student. I'm like, I can't even imagine how much <laughs> I frustrated him yeah. when I was a uh-huh. student, but Payback. it's, yeah, yes. exactly. Exactly. <laughs> well, it's, it's cool to get a chance to get to know you guys and, and we can dive deeper into that probably in the course of our conversation here, but I wanted to turn a little bit and just have you both paint a picture of the vision of student ministries? You know, a little bit yeah. wider perspective, like why do you do what you do? Why do we exist? Um, why is there youth group at church? Yeah. Yeah. So we exist to partner with parents in the discipleship of their children. Yeah. So so we just had a parent info volunteer meeting uh, this last week mm-hmm. uh, and the opportunity to explain to the parents, A, that what we do in youth group is part of the bigger body. We had John Avery and Brian, we were both come and actually speak at it to, mm-hmm. to talk about how we're going to be resourcing parents so that we don't accidentally, accidentally create a culture where what we do is outsource discipleship. Mm-hmm. But it's a partnership. It's it's what are they going through at home? What can we provide as far as truth, community, and purpose mm-hmm. that says here is an excellent avenue and group in which mm-hmm. you can also start to to see the fruit of the local church. Mm-hmm. And so when we think about partnering in discipleship, and Emma, I'll let you chime in. We we want to create avenues for students to obviously learn the truth, and that's mm-hmm. something FBC has always been good at but create opportunities to serve uh, and opportunities to, to learn from each other as well. And so we have a volunteer team uh, that's a Wednesday night group and a Sunday morning group that do classes, mm-hmm. but there's also a student leadership team where we raise the value of students in youth group learning how mm-hmm. to lead in this context and environment. So if you were to visit on a Wednesday night, you would see students doing as much, if mm-hmm. not more than the volunteers at times. And we kind of help foster mm-hmm. uh, that culture. Partnership. That's a key mm-hmm. word. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. unpack that a little bit more for us. Like, what does it look like to partner with yeah, parents? for sure, for sure. So they say, you know, um, it takes a village to raise a child. And, mm. you know, we are called to live in community. So that's, I think, a lot of what Caleb and I um, are doing by speaking these truths or just kind of enforcing what the parents are, you know, teaching their kids at home. That's mm. our goal in partnering with them. And also being able to maybe um, start conversations here and be like, okay, we're going to talk about this topic. And then parents, you know, you 
you guys can continue this at home. We will resource you, um, you know, where in the Bible that this can come up. That way you guys can have that conversation. We're here to help equip you as you parent and raise your children. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I I feel like that, I mean, I've been around to various churches through my life. And to me, youth group is just like this fun like drop Dude. your kids off, <laughs> yeah. just, you know, right. have at it for an hour, come back. And like, it's just one of the many activities that mm -hmm. parents see. All right, we've got soccer, <laughs> we've got dance, we've got band, we've got school activities and just f let's throw youth group on the list of things, mm -hmm. you know? Oh yeah. How, it, it, how can you <laughs> break that barrier of parents viewing it as just like, this is just, let me just drop kids off. Well, and I'd love to go a step further with that too. Even for me personally and my peer group, there has been a long history of us reaching out to John Avery after graduation and saying, thank you so much. We had no clue how good we had it. I remember going to college and talking to people about youth group because I was born into this church thinking that's what it looked like for mm -hmm, everyone. Mm -hmm. But you hear some people's youth group stories and mm -hmm. it's like, pizzas in the basketball court behind the church and right. anything goes, right. like, there's just such a, everybody can have such a different experience. And so mm -hmm. to, to be in a church that's blessed with families that believe what we believe about God and raising that value so early. And also shout out to Brian and the children's ministry, mm -hmm. creating a culture of learning these things so mm -hmm. that that handoff is seamless and we can pick up right where he left off, so to speak. It just makes things a little bit easier and it, yeah. it helps put the priorities in the right place because we do have fun, dude, all mm -hmm. the time we oh, do. Yeah. Okay. I'm Barry Pearson's kid. Okay. I, I, believe I know. It. I believe it. I yeah. know how to have a lot of fun <laughs> in the first 30 minutes of a class to the point where somebody might think, is any adult in this room, is anybody in charge? But then that second half hour, when mm -hmm. you have met the kids where they're at and, and mm -hmm. had a little silly game or this, that, or the other, and then you mm -hmm. dive into it, they're at a place where they're ready to do that. Mm -hmm. right. and, and showing those kids that somebody in their mid twenties that loves Jesus isn't a myth. Mm -hmm. That is an advantage that people like Emma and so myself have. So using the have. games, using the fun to break the ice, to build sure, right. relationships right. Yeah. and to then form a, that's not a word, form mm -hmm. the opportunity to have a deeper conversation. Mm -hmm. yeah. Right, right. Yeah. Absolutely. And that's, I mean, that's discipleship, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, yeah. You can't just beat them over the head with the Bible right away. Mm -hmm. Right. And the opposite saying, you just can't keep having fun all the time. Right. Mm -hmm. Got to speak some truth into well, it. Well, and yeah. so much, so much of the discipleship that, that can come from us partnering with parents is we get asked a decent amount of questions that aren't, it's not about exegeting a biblical passage. It's about, Hey, did you, did you see this thing on TikTok? Or, or this social media thing mm -hmm. that mm -hmm. that mm -hmm. our circles pioneered that that technology front of mm -hmm. things, and so mm -hmm. to soak up this season where I'm aware of what these kids are up against, and yeah. I get the update too, and I'm like, oh boy, here we go. Mm -hmm. It's such a unique way to kind of bridge that gap so that they do have an older sibling in Christ that's speaking truth and love about some of these things, mm -hmm. and that's that's where application makes all the difference for, yeah. for these students. So we, we we teach the word, we talk about it, and then we get down and deep into what what is this going to look like? Especially mm -hmm. you mentioned the school year starting now, right? Pierce mm -hmm. started today, didn't he? Yeah. At Hanley, it is so fired up. It's, it's fired up. It's happening, yep. and that's going to come with opportunities and interactions and and struggles, and so. Mm -hmm. to partner with the students in that and have them see fellowship students as not just something they attend once a week, but something they, they can experience over and over that says, that's a place I can go mm -hmm. and a place I'm heard. Yeah. Uh, and that's yeah. been happening, I, yeah. I believe. It's so. a great vision, great mm -hmm. image to just kind of soak in and be like, okay, that's what's happening here at Fellowship mm -hmm. Bible Church, mm -hmm. behind the scenes with mm -hmm. students, uh, even if you don't have kids, something to pray for. Sure. Yes. That we can continue yeah. to build those relationships mm -hmm 
have those opportunities for conversations, but then also realize that it's a partnership with the parents, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. partnership with the families mm-hmm. to where it continues at home, yeah. not yeah. just yes. in these yeah. four walls. And with Emma and I, just as an example, since we're here, also being a part of Keystone, mm-hmm. that, that young adult age group, we're, we're seeing and able to disciple young men and women mm-hmm. and what that graduation culture looks like mm-hmm. of making their faith their own yeah. and starting to practice that and ask the tough questions so that they are launching and it isn't this fingers crossed culture that they're still with Jesus. We'll see you twice a year on Christmas mm-hmm. and Easter, mm-hmm. but instead it's, it, here's an immediate ministry at home and when, wherever you go to school or work, Winchester VA, there's a, a young adult community for mm-hmm. you. And we want to partner with you in that. We know what that's like that's cool. yeah. so that they own their faith, that mm-hmm. it's real to them. And yeah. so a lot of the fruit that, that I've noticed from the times we have in application mm-hmm. is do not talk to these students like they are the future church. <laughs> They are the present church. (laughs) Yes, they're going to be there 20 years Mm -hmm. from now. We all know that. That's obvious. But they are the present church. It's happening now. They can embody these things now. We know from our form and function and our program that we're a microcosm of the church. Mm -hmm. We have a worship band. Mm -hmm. We have a content time. We have small groups. Mm -hmm. It's a microcosm of the Mm -hmm. church. And the more students can see that and appreciate it, the mm-hmm. easier that concept is when they are a young adult yeah. Yeah. of I'm missing something. And mm-hmm. that that something is the local church. Yeah. yeah. Well, you, you brought up kind of what you guys do. I want to turn the corner sure. mm-hmm. a little bit and just give us the week by week. Mm-hmm. What does it look like to be a part of student ministries? Yeah. Um, what When would the kids show up? Mm-hmm. When do you expect them to be here? Mm-hmm. And then part two of that, what happens when they show up? Gotcha. gotcha. So fire away. Yeah. So we meet um, Wednesdays from 630 to 830. And we always start downstairs in the youth lobby. And we do um, a different things. Not every Wednesday is the same. So the first and third Wednesdays of the month, we do small groups. Okay. And so that is you are typically in a group of people, um, same gender, and then typically same grade. We do mm-hmm. have some groups that are combined. Um uh, grade wise, but so you come and it's sit and it's led by our amazing team of small group leaders. And typically they pick their own study. We give them a lot of autonomy to discern what, where their group is spiritually, what they need, what the need mm. is. Um, mm-hmm. And so that is our first and third Wednesdays. And then the second Wednesdays of the month is our um, large group. So that's where they all come together. We do a united time of worship, which is seventh grade all the way through 12th grade. And then we kind of split up then middle school does their own thing. They go play their own game and Mm -hmm. they have their own um, large group talk and high school does the same thing. And then at the end of that, we will break up again into small groups just to kind of process together uh, what was taught about at the lesson. And then the fourth And then the fourth is we do uh, what we call our ministry team night. So Caleb mentioned earlier that when you come on a Wednesday, you'll see students running around and serving. And so the fourth Wednesday is really their opportunity to get together um, the student leaders and their teams to plan out what the next large group is going to look like worship does a rehearsal the hospitality team is talking through about welcoming people and just that's what fourth Wednesday is so really a true microcosm of the big church yes right absolutely and, and yeah. so you, list if you can off the top of your head what are those leadership teams that students can get involved in yeah we have a tech team a worship team a games team missions team service team and events team mm-hmm. among others and every year depending on which students graduate we kind of 
talk as a team over the summer, mm -hmm. hey, do we want to change any teams? For mm -hmm. example, when Dennis launched this idea of student leadership years ago, there was a prayer team and there were mm -hmm. some other things. And, and as it stands now, we kind of incorporate prayer into all the other mm -hmm. teams now, yeah. but it, mm -hmm. it changes year over year, but mm -hmm. that's because the students are the ones behind that. Yeah. They yes. meet with Emma yes. and I and we all decide Where's the Lord leading us? Mm -hmm. And so on paper, the fourth Wednesday of the month, there is no youth group. It is not the all hands on deck. You got kids getting dropped off from mm -hmm. minivans, mm -hmm. you know. A large group night ranges from, I am so excited to be here and I love Jesus and I'm going to tell you about him all the way to, my mom made me come here. What even is this? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's fine. Yeah. We have an avenue for that. Right. But to go from 170 people in the building on that night to a fourth Wednesday where it's maybe 60 total students, but they're all here mm -hmm. to serve. Kind of it's your core. It's a, it's like a meeting. Leader it's a de leadership, leadership development. development. Yeah. yeah. And so we have two student leaders per team. And then at least one adult mentor per team mm -hmm. that's helping the student leaders and chaperoning and, you know, all yeah. that good stuff. Hmm. And and that we've done that two years at least now. I'm trying to remember when Dennis and I started that, maybe three years ago. But that's been great mm -hmm. to, to, to give them a context in which they can do that yeah. um, and meet as teams. It, it becomes a small group led by the students, mm -hmm. which is just yeah. very cool. Yes. Yeah, that's awesome. So then unpack mm -hmm. what small groups look like then. Mm -hmm. So you, you've got small group opportunities the first mm -hmm. and third Wednesdays. Yeah. Some are going to meet in the building at mm -hmm. FBC, so we're gonna meet in homes. Correct, um, yeah. What goes on, you said kind of, mm -hmm. it's kind of a little bit of a, uh, almost like a do it as you, as the leaders see fit yes. kind of program. Mm -hmm. There's not like a set curriculum. Correct, yeah. Um, yeah. But what, I'll just ask you, what do you do with yeah. your group? Yeah, so typically we always do snack because we always feed them. They like to eat and they're much happier. Um, if Let the right, they do snack. Yeah. Okay. I have a small group guy that brings snacks. Okay. So nice. I kind of relinquish that responsibility. Okay. Well, we but we'll, we'll come to you in a second because yeah. I've heard about yours. You've heard so <laughs> <laughs> it's true. <laughs> so we do that. And then we always typically, what our girls love to do is we do highs and lows because they mm. just want to talk mm. what the high of their week was, what the low of their week. And cool. typically that turns into prayer requests. So it's a really great opportunity um, for the girls to just love on each other because there have been times where they've come and shared things and the girls have just wanted to pray for them right there. And it's really incredible. And then typically we'll transition either into a game or a lesson, just depending on what the schedule looks mm -hmm. like. And again, each small group um, varies, but there's typically that element of food, fun, and faith, yeah. I guess. Yeah. yeah. How many small groups do you think there are right now? And how many are you launching for this uh, coming year? Ballpark. Like 15 okay. small groups. Yeah. Um, a lot of girl, a lot of high school small groups and then four middle school small groups okay. separated by grade and age. Mm -hmm. Um so you said you have somebody so, that brings snacks and, and yeah, in your it, it, group. Honestly, shout out to Samson Stanley because the Stanley family brings snacks like 40 small groups in a row. It's, it's been It's been incredible. Yeah. yeah. A lot of Oreos. And then you um, have like a video game person as it's, well. It's honestly awesome to hear Emma say like we do highs <laughs> and lows. We sit in a circle and talk. Uh -huh. My dudes would destroy each other physically yeah. If, yeah. I, if I said we're going to sit in a circle and do highs and lows. <laughs> um, but yeah, I do games and shenanigans up front most of the time. Uh, every year when my small group launches, I go to the whiteboard and I, I have them suggest what they'd like to study hmm. for the year, knowing what we are going to be studying on large group nights. Mm -hmm. So as an example, last week we met with the volunteers and we said, hey, here's the content for high schoolers. It's going to be identity and sexuality this year. Here's the content for middle schoolers. It's going to be apologetics. Mm -hmm. Take the, your knowledge of that and decide what you'd like to do with your small group. It can be a spinoff, totally different, or it can tie into that. Mm -hmm. And we have resources to help it tie into mm -hmm. that. Um, but case by case, the groups are so different. I mean, mm -hmm. if you're leading eighth grade boys, you your small group's going to look, hopefully, 100% different yeah. than an 11th grade girl small group. Yeah. So. 
that's where the excitement comes in. I think the unique feeling mm-hmm. of it. Um, and that's been fun to be so a part of. So I know that um, for the children's ministry, mm-hmm. when they have their classrooms, um, we experience Move Up Sunday, yes. where kids go to a different teacher. Um, walk us through, if you're talking about an eighth grade boy's leader, sure. how does that play out for that eighth grade boy? Is he moving up or is he staying with the same leader? Yeah. So it's funny you, you mentioned that because in meeting with Brian, who's the new hire for children's ministry, he realized that he he has a huge emphasis on Sunday mornings for mm-hmm. kids ministry. And they offer a few things Wednesday night, like Club 56. Mm-hmm. We're the exact opposite. We mm-hmm. offer everything on Wednesday nights and offer a couple classes Sunday morning. Mm-hmm. So we have a move up Sunday uh, in alignment with his for sixth graders and up coming into to youth, whether mm-hmm. they attend the middle school class or the high school class. But every year over the summer, we just move them up a grade and assign them into a group. And we leave it up to the volunteers to mm-hmm. decide if they'd like to move up with their students or not. Mm-hmm. So every year we, especially from April to June, kind of go through this season of prayer and deciding, okay, we need to find a small group leader because mm-hmm. so-and-so mm-hmm. would like to move up this that and the other, yeah. but we have found a good balance. The Lord's been faithful in that so far, ever since I've been here, any leader that has wanted to move up can, and any leader that has wanted to stay can, and we've been able to mm-hmm. adjust the cool. small groups accordingly. And, and it, the Lord just does that. It's mm-hmm. just cool to Me. see. Yeah. 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 The way that happens. Um, so paint a picture of like what this next few weeks might look like as we're, as we're launching, um, what can a student expect? What can a parent expect? What are some key dates and things that are going on yeah. to launch? So this coming Wednesday will be August 24th. Mm-hmm. That's the youth kickoff. Mm-hmm. So that's the the fun, the food, the inflatables, all that crazy stuff. We're also going to launch the small groups then. Mm-hmm. So whether or not your students already plugged into fellowship students, or this is the first you're hearing about it and you're, and you're new here, they can show up and yeah. we're going to assign them to a small group based on their gender and age, all that good mm-hmm. stuff. They'll do a small group picture, a brief icebreaker, and then that's kind of the start of the year. So mm-hmm. everything we've been doing this month is kind of back end planning. Mm-hmm. Hey, parents, here's a heads up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hey, volunteers, here's the resources. So after the 24th, then we'll launch the student leadership stuff at the end of the month again. And then the first small group will be September 7th. Mm-hmm. And then it's very much a rinse and repeat okay. of what Emma said, mm-hmm. the first yep. and third, all that. Yep through the school year, through okay. May. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's what to expect. And then I just want to plug as well. Uh, we have our new fall retreat. It's called Willow Weekend. Mm-hmm. That'll be September 9th through 11th. That registration's open till August 26th. So okay. we encourage all the 7th mm-hmm. through 12th grade students to get registered for that. Uh, our trip away will be super fun. And then uh, we also are bringing back the barn party oh, for nice. the youth group. Mm-hmm. It's been a few years since we've been able to do that. Explain that. What um, do you anticipate a barn party looking like? Yeah, so... Growing up, I would go out to Animals mm-hmm. Barn, and mm-hmm. there would be a fall, always in October or November, just mm-hmm. the barn party for youth. They'd do a movie up on the side of the barn with a projector. There'd be hay rides and candy and fall stuff, and it was just a lot of fun. That went away for a while, and then we brought it back for a couple years out at, um, what's its face, Kernstown Battlefield. Right. And then that went away for a while. Right. And so we're bringing it back now. Our staffer, Abby, Canaan Springs is going to host us and we're going to have a, a venue mm-hmm. that, that a church family's provided. So we're excited to bring that back. That'll be mm-hmm. at the end of the month in October. Cool. Um, but that's mm-hmm. kind of very much becoming our fall event. So yeah. we're looking cool. forward to that. Yes. Yeah. Looking forward to hearing more stories. Maybe we can have you guys back on to give us a little bit of a mid. Yeah, bring us back in January when we're like fried. Yeah. In our <laughs> middle yeah. of the year yeah. Yeah. update of what is going on. <laughs> yeah. Um, how can people contact you if there's questions that parents might have? Where can they go? Any kind of details that you would suggest to learn more information about what you guys have been talking about? Yeah. 
Yeah, so I mean, the website is just a huge um, plug. Um, mm-hmm. Just go to fbcva.org forward slash students. Mm-hmm. Um, and that will have our contact information. It'll have a link to sign up to Flocknote, which is our major communication system that we use. Mm. Um, and then links to our social media, Facebook and Instagram. So I think that would be the best way. Yeah. If you're, so, if you're watching this and you're a part of the fellowship family, Facebook page, there's yeah. also a fellowship students, Facebook yes. page. So if you have a, a son or daughter that's aged in the youth group, feel free to join mm-hmm. that group as well. Cause it's very easy for us to post messages there right yeah. away. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then the FPC, CVA students Instagram mm-hmm. page as well is yeah. something we use more and more. Yeah. yeah. Nice. Well, thank you guys for what you do. Yeah, first of for all, sure. because uh, again, it's not just a drop off. You know, I think that's something that I'm gleaning and I know, but it's to reiterate, this is a, a true ministry happening when kids are in FBC and they're under your umbrella. They're learning about God, mm-hmm. learning about truth, learning how to apply things in their lives. Mm-hmm. And they have some shoulders to lean on, mm-hmm. <laughs> which is nice. So thank you guys sure. for, for all of that. Mm-hmm. Yes, my rising senior, um, Pierce. I saw his first I saw his that. first day of school picture today on his porch. Yes. Erica posted. Yeah. I took that thing. Go and judges. I was like, last one of my life. I, that's, you know, that's crazy. That's in, impressive. You don't you know, look at Mark. You don't look yeah. at him. <laughs> <laughs> well, you guys are great. And thanks for being here. Mm-hmm. Um, and just, guys, hopefully you get a chance to learn a little bit of something through our Fellowship Family Podcast. And we'll have mm-hmm. more kind of ministry updates over these next mm-hmm. several weeks as... You know, ministry doesn't stop here, but there's something about this season of mm-hmm. September where things start up mm-hmm. and um, we're right around the corner from that. So um, continue watching, listening, and really, guys, until we chat again, let's let Christ be the focus of our lives each and every day. 